like old school style. I don't have the dual the dual input. That's my other Zoom recorder has. This is my on the go. But we're on the Audubon and we're driving north for like five hours. And we are going to Vakan Open Air Festival. And it's huge, not even huge, it's world's largest metal festival in the world. Is that right? Yes, I heard that Hellfest has taken over though. Yeah, they have the same size, and um, I think, yeah, what I heard, what I heard is the future, the future parts kind of whisper that um, the press is more focusing on the Hellfest now. So because it's because it's newer, I think, and Wacken has has had a lot of press so far, and maybe that's why it's more sensational and more it's fresher to to talk about it. It's like elite, I guess, or new. Well, you're at Hellfest this year, right? Also, and that was in France, but it's like pretty far. Like from from Paris, it's like what another four hours from Paris or something, right? It's like really to the west of Paris, in the middle of just far. It's far in the middle of France, and I think it had like seventy thousand Hellfest, or was it eighty? Or then Vakin last year, I think it was eighty thousand still. I think every year is eighty thousand, about, which is like pretty incredible to think about as a a concert. And back in the logistics, the whole operations of it is just unbelievable and incredible. And you really just have to see it to believe it. See what they do. This like tiny little farming town, and what it transforms into once a year, every year, first weekend of August. Do you agree with that? Yes, indeed, and um, they actually have a supermarket that only opens for this week of Wacken, or maybe the two weeks now, round about the Wacken festival, and it pays off still. They earn in, th- in those two weeks, they earn what other supermarkets earn in one week, uh, in one year. One year. Yeah, it, it, compared to a town of that size, of course, yeah. not like in a big city. That's amazing. And I thought it was pretty cool. It went like three years ago, but um, I remember all the houses that like are obviously like on the ground of the concert that they turn their houses into um, like little, they sell stuff in the yard or that they'll let people put tents in their yard and, and they open up their house and they'll sell like pretzels or, I mean, in the year that we, three years ago, it was t- 2000. 16, there was like a lot of mud and they had a big mud problem. I guess it rained like crazy before or something, but they were just inundated with mud up to people's like knees practically some places. But so everybody had rubber boots 
And so people are selling like rubber boots and everything on the side, which is cool, you know, and everybody in the town gets into it, like the locals and everything, like the little like, you know, old Oma and Opa getting, in, getting into Vakken. I that was pretty cool. Um, definitely it's like a welcoming, you know, they're like happy to have people and welcoming feeling. Um, of course, yeah, there's an overall awesome feeling of camaraderie and everybody getting along, having a good time. I actually heard that um, the villagers get offered either to stay at the Wacken Festival and do their little business with the metal folks, um, or they get offered a certain amount of money to just be free from the stress and, and the, the, the crowdedness of the festival. Because they cannot also access all the areas, part of the town is, is blocked for the uh, gen, for... Um, yeah, for, for shuttles and, and back, uh, backstage entrances. So they cannot really go there even though they live there. So maybe they get offered money and can go on a vacation for two weeks that they don't have to pay for. Oh my God. And uh, just all rent out their houses on top of that for somebody else for, for guest purposes. Or just sell, uh, like what was also heard, um, they rent out the, the front yard to somebody who want to do business there and set up a lemonade booth or beer booth or something and they just rent out the, the front yard for camping or for like somebody who wants to sell stuff and uh, therefore make money and just go away for two weeks. I think it's also interesting that so it's not just like people driving here for the fest, like everyone in Germany. There's people from all over the world come to this, right? Like international. Like you remember seeing like flags and all over Europe, Scandinavia, I mean America, people come from all over. Yeah, the furthest I have seen is Brazil, uh, South America in general, and even Australia. The people, or Japan, I know from somebody coming from Japan just for that festival and this is a kind of a ride I think and pretty dedicated yeah it's pretty awesome um, and um, and also I think it's cool how what well, kind of I noticed like reading about stories and people have, that I know that go for like the full experience like for the camping and everything um, I, I think it's pretty awesome that like so maybe you can you can talk about the tickets because I, I I learned from you, but I think I think it's cool how every year it's like the same group of friends, and then the same like maybe like the neighbors that you had or whatever like you you see them only this in Vakin, you know, and you guys camp next to each other. And it's like every year it's like a tra tradition really, and everybody comes together and then they're gonna go to Vakin every year, and that's like the thing. And it's like the same people, and you kind of catch up, like oh, what did you do the last year, you know, like that. But can you talk? Can you talk about? the tickets like when the tickets get sold and everything like when they're available yeah of course i can just want to add that um i heard that now people just come for the camping sensation oh. and the meeting each other at Wacken. um that there's people coming just for that and not to watch the bands because um this is also part of the that of your question because you asked for the tickets to be sold um at the times that they open the ticket sales for the next year, which is I think usually a week or something after the festival has taken place, so then they open a slot of, what is it, one hour or something, um, that they start from now we are selling tickets until they're sold out, which is one hour after they open 
the ticket counter <laughs> online, of course, and you have to like buy yourself into a slot of, of getting a certain amount of tickets, and then um, you're a lucky duck, I guess, when you when you get some. So that's also not guaranteed that next year you can meet up with your neighbor friends um, if they are fast enough to get the tickets or uh, if they want to come at all. But um, or it's, it's a huge campground anyway so it's really hard to, to find somebody and of course as you can imagine everybody tries to find somebody via their mobile phones so the service um, must be I would say it's like pretty demanding for, <laughs> for the local service providers to guarantee some reception at all for, for everybody not the whole system breaks down so I think it goes on sale like I think a couple days after, I think three days after or something. So what you're saying is since it goes on sale, this is before they announce all the bands, right? So people are booking their tickets before any of the headliners and bands are even announced. So then what is it like the rest of the year they announce who's headlining and who's playing and you're pretty much like, Oh I'm going anyway, so might as well just see who it is. And I think that's like I don't know any other concert that's done like that usually people wait to see who's playing first before they buy a ticket but this is the opposite this is like buy a ticket and then the festival they get to announce whoever it is because I mean obviously it doesn't matter but regardless of who is coming people are already bought tickets it's like interesting right yeah I guess they rely on the quality and the lineup yeah. of the past years and of course if they would just book crappy bands that would also uh, re um, reflect in the reputation I'm pretty sure so maybe next year doesn't work like that but as I said some some of them are just coming for Wacken and it doesn't matter as you said which band is playing the band are a side effect of the Wacken phenomenon and um, yeah they, they yeah really don't know the band sometimes big bands are already uh, known and announced like one big headliner gets announced when the tickets are on sale but not all the detailed little um, filling up bands it's exciting I didn't know it was so north I honestly thought it was before Hamburg I don't know why I say Hamburg I don't know why I had it in my head that it was like a little south of Hamburg and then I went on Google Maps and it is way past Hamburg and you were saying it was like two exits to Denmark right so that's like well, yeah it's a big it's a long drive it's like very very north which is awesome I love northern Germany I think it's like very cool and also isn't it like in Denmark the, um, the prices of alcohol and everything is so expensive so they get to come down like two exits into Germany to this massive festival I guess so people who live in Denmark are like happy about the beer prices and everything right um I guess I, I would not say that there's a lot of, uh, therefore, a, a big ch um, the ratio of, of Scandinavians there. It's all over Scandinavia that the alcohol has very high taxes on them um, to prevent people from being so much over-the-top drunk, I guess, um, to make it a little more painful for them. Uh, yeah, I guess it's a side effect that when they come over, but it's like at all borders, uh, you, have the, you have the chance of benefiting from the local... Um, what is it? Advantages of, of the of the country. Yeah. Um, was something else I wanted to say, but it slipped out of my head for some strange reason. Hmm. Sorry. <laughs> Are you thinking about how how drunk you're gonna get at Wacken and go crazy and you know stage dive? No, but it has to be with drunk and Wacken. It was a it was a it was a like a kind of saying now uh, that it gets more and more popular. It says. Um, 
if you want to point out how easy something is, you say it's easier than um, the getting rid of free beer in Wacken. Ah. Yeah, it gets like a <laughs> gets like a saying now, popular, and uh, it, I guess it, it explains that you're like so many people there bringing so much alcohol and also beer, and then uh, they, they share it with everybody. So it's it's definitely easy. Like you bump into somebody and he offers you a beer, right, just from the spot without any further background thought or any um, reason for it just because they're there and they're like, hey, you want to have a beer? That's awesome. It's like a really cool, like, party, fam not say family, but like, everybody's happy. Everything is awesome. Have a beer. Uh, and I know the traffic going there is crazy, but I think that we are missing it, hopefully. And uh, coming back also, like, uh, going out, and everybody has their, like, Vakken, like, stickers and flags, and they put, like, tape on the back of their window. You see that? Like, the W-O-A. Um, and some people leave it all year round, and they have it on there. Some people actually have the decals on their car, of, like, in the back of their car. It says W-O-A all year round. You know what I mean? Like, the ones you actually, like, buy and get placed on your window. And that's, like, so... so and, yeah, people wear their Vakken shirts all year. And I think people that if they if you wear a Vakin shirt, you have to go. You have to have been there, right? It's like you have. It's kind of like a rite a rite of passage or like uh, survive. I survived Vakin, but I don't think anyone would wear a Vakin shirt and they never been. Is that right? <laughs> That's a good question. I I of course would share that opinion. I would say it's it's a little bit of a fraud to claim you're a Vakin veteran, but you have never been there. Um, on the other hand, the Wacken brand got so popular that uh, some years you even could buy Wacken merch, now hold on to something, at a local grocery store like Real, which is a successor, no, a successor from uh, Walmart. Yeah, it used to be Walmart and then Real bought over. So like you can imagine the, the size of those companies and all Real stores had in summer, they had, um, before Wacken, they had Wacken products, towels, Shirts, I don't know, like not festival shirts, but um, stuff with a Wacken logo on it, especially towels and like rafts, floats. Also, um, I was thought I thought it was interesting at the at the festival. What do they call it? The um, what did you call it? The, the, like the fairgrounds like the actual the, the festival part of it yeah. yeah the festival ground so I mean we saw like a very little part of what actually is there uh, three years ago but everything is Vakin logos you know that they didn't have other companies like there's so and so's Bratwurst so and so's french fries right it's all like Vakin everything there's one exception that I was uh, shocked in a positive way, and you maybe remember that too. At the catering, we found um, a booth with actually a person working and serving um, international specialties from Dittmann, oh, yeah. which come from our little tiny hometown, and they had a booth set up in Wacken and served their Dittmann stuff. And of course, I couldn't believe and trust my eyes what I saw yeah. because this is very cool. And it was the one thing that has not a Wacken brand, it had the Dittmann brand, and that was a pretty nice surprise for me. Everything had a Wacken brand on it. It was awesome. So we were... Okay, so our experience was not 
we, we did go to the front part of like the festival. I went to the medieval market, which like very cool, like the Mad Max area, and it had like you know things. You you threw a, a what is it, an axe? Axe. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like games, and they have like stuff for sale, like everything. But again, it was like very muddy when we went, so it was like you had to walk like pretty slow, and um, yeah, it was like very cool. But in the um, in the area that we were at, in the back the backstage area. It was so cool, and a little village, and they had like a place where you can get like I didn't, I didn't even go anywhere those little like stalls, kind of shops, and they had like a massage person. They had a relaxation area. They had like well, the food was really nice, of course, like beautiful inside. <laughs> Wake. Oh, Vakan. <laughs> and then uh, oh, it's a Vakan town. W A K. We have to check that out over there. Yeah, we have to check out. I and then think, I always think of it. That'd be really cool. That'd be a cool license plate to have. That's all right. So and also the bathrooms were so so nice. Like this little just kind of kind of like a trailer, like a trailer bathroom at a festival. But then the women's bathroom. Uh, obviously, I don't know men's bathroom. You go into the women's bathroom. In the middle, it had these sinks. It's like in a circle and like very nice. And then the bathrooms were like very luxurious. And this is like for a trailer, like a fest one. Usually they're like pretty terrible and like disgusting. And then above the bathroom, above the sinks and on the walls, they had LED like TVs and it was playing um, concerts of like past Vakin or something. It was like music inside. And it was, and I think like even the little towels had the little Vakin logo inside when you washed your hands. It was like real towel. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so nice. So it was like very cool. Like every fork we joke because like the silverware. Every little silverware had like a, a, a Vakan logo on it. Like the logo was everywhere. It's just amazing to think what they put into planning for this massive, 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 massive festival. And we actually played a little game to kill some time and said, find something without the Vakan logo on it. Yeah. And it was pretty hard. I mean, some flo some flowers didn't have the Vakan logos no. on it. Yeah. <laughs> but not the vases, of course. The vases were yeah. covered. I mean, in the sides, they had like hand sanitizer, you know, and, like to spray your hand sanitizer. And it was Vakan hand sanitizer. Uh, oh, I mean, of course, like beer openers. And they had like well, even in our in, in the hotel the rug everything everything had vodka on it it was very very cool but um yeah and they had and Jägermeister too is kind of like a big drink from that festival right I don't know I just saw a lot of Jäger and they had like the necklaces and it was like a little shot glass with vodka of course and like a Jäger on it and I don't know I just think the band the brand Band. The brand that they made for Vakin is just like very, very awesome and very cool, and it's also not um, annual. It's like not like a, an annual thing that you only like like wearing Vakin and festive stuff. Um, what like only during the summer? It's like all year round. You know, people have like Vakin Christmas trees, the Vakin everything. Like it's all year round you can celebrate this festival and wear their stuff and merch and it's not like at a at a season or something i don't know i mean you said hellfest you know i say good luck to them and but i just don't see how like this this brand and this everything that that vakin has made i don't know how you can you know get bigger than that i don't know of any other festival in the world that has like this this name and uh i don't know i think the the, the cow's horns like kind of makes it like very cool I think yeah I definitely agree and I think the what, what I meant like um, 
kind of the overtaking of the health is more for the press scene uh, like the let's say major interviews are happening there and um, maybe announcements are made there I don't know it's, it's from the fans I definitely think that the Wacken is really untouchable for that and um, if you especially if you consider just to sum that up where Wacken came from it used to be a firefighter fest like oh. a local tiny firefighter fest for the volunteer firefighters I'm of Wacken and this is why they still is a tradition that they open up the Wacken fest traditionally oh. by their um, Blasmusik firefighter band oh, which they they play, they play the trombones and tubes oh and yeah this is this is the typical firefighter music band that they're having and um so it's it's still a tradition, and then of course they pump it nowadays and have uh, guest singers and like events that they're playing um, different songs, special songs um, set up for for that for that big band sound or for the for the brass sound brass band. That's actually what it is—a brass band. I love that. I think that is so cool, and I like that how everybody is so supportive of of it, and they're like, "This is awesome!" You know, like the Oompa band, and everyone's like, "Yeah!" You know. Because uh, I seen that, and I saw it on the list or on the website, and I didn't know what it was. I just thought it was like some type of tradition, and like, oh, that's cool. They like, you know, like this tuba band, this and that, and then later be like, rock into like Slayer and death metal, you know. But that is really cool, and I would love to know how that evolved from the Fireman Festival. Like, how did that happen? How is that? It's unbelievable. So that's cool. I will look into that later for sure. Um, so, yeah, I'm very excited, and I think I'm more nervous than you are going here, and I have my Vakken arrival outfit, and I have my Vakken day outfit, and I have my Vakken departure outfit, so it took me a long time to plan that all out, and I planned out my hair, my, ma my jewelry, <laughs> and I don't, did you, so tell me a little bit about your arrival outfit your day outfit and your departure outfit please because my fans that's all they're talking about and asking like I cannot stop the messages coming through like asking about that well I have a shirt I, for each day I have a shirt and I have uh, pants and I'm not sure maybe in the night it will be a little colder so I have longer pants with me but mainly it's uh, shorts and yeah, so that's my that's my totally styled and well thought through planned outfit. Are you gonna drum with a shirt on? Because that's also like everyone's dying to know that. I uh, I would I would actually kind of decide that spontaneously. I brought my um, sleeveless shirt that I actually bought for that tour. Um, yeah, I know by five of them, but um, like the the style, like to 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 wear that on stage, and then it be in, in those cl especially club shows, it became so warm that I could not really wear it. So I went back to the Blind Guardian dressing dress code. Um, but I brought it because I usually have it with me. Sometimes it gets cold, and. I don't want to miss it then. So maybe I start with it and rip it off or I don't know, something like that. <laughs> rip it? That would be very interesting. Um, yeah. I don't think people understand that why... I mean, I'll say... I think people don't understand, like, why that you 
have, have them shirt because I think they're like, oh, it's probably just like a look or whatever. Or maybe when you planned your like outfits, like I did, you're like, oh, I'm gonna go with no shirt because I think I look cool. But it's because you're freaking hot and you're sweating like insane, right? And then the sweat will be in the shirt, and then your shirt's like wet, right? And then like, or it's just it's just you're you're moving. And I don't think people understand like how strenuous like metal speed drumming is because I've drummed before obviously you know that and it is like a lot <laughs> it's a lot of work it's like a full body workout you know that's I don't, I don't think a lot of people that don't know a lot about drumming maybe they don't know that what do you think I I don't know about the other people I can just explain why I choose my fashion like this it has two reasons as you said when you when you're sweating um I think the body can cool off better when you have a fan behind you and you're not wearing a shirt so the, the surface, the skin surface is more and, and, and bigger and you, you can cool off quicker and also when you're sweating your shirt uh, and it's wet and then the wind comes or the fan blows at you then it's very easily far too cold and this is I think at the point that it's dangerous of catching a cold and you should definitely prevent that from happening on a tour. over that was a big break in between the last time recorded but we were so busy and also i couldn't like walk around with recorder because it looked like i was some type of press person which i'm not but it's all done all the preparation all the everything excitement it's all done it was definitely worth it um it was everything kind of what we expected from a couple years ago so yeah, talking about before, like, the town, the overall, like, culture, everything, like, really cool. Um, just the whole environment of Vakin is, uh, was the same. And, yeah, we had a lot of fun. And, I don't know what else. It was just a definitely experience. And for me this time, the difference was, like, more of the pyro and fire which i've never experienced that's like the only kind of new thing for me but like i'm sure for you it's like very different no was this was this fucking any different for you or is this still like very very awesome awesome fans awesome crowd everything was just i don't know the stage was just massive and cool it was like fire on top and i don't know i think it was how was it how was it for you overall yeah, as you said, Wacken overall is always a special experience. It's the show that maybe I looked forward to the most. And I was not disappointed for that. You mentioned the pyros. That was definitely special. And I'm also not used to playing with pyros. So it was a lot of pyros going on this time. And I knew when they were about to happen. So I could anticipate it, but it was... Uh, not enough to still have to <laughs> um, what is it like, tr be troubled be troubled by it and exactly surprised and I mean not not really surprised but you still you still like 
you still you could like there was still like a, a little up and down in the beat and uh, yeah it's, it's really impossible to control your body when yeah, yeah, yeah. you have like this massive loud blast concussions uh, going off around you and then still keep playing the beat and there's always little as I said like up and up and downs around those beat blasts um, Yes. I think so. I have it on video, and like I honestly don't think that. Um, you, I mean, I know when I watched it again, like it was just on my phone, of course, but like it was nothing compared to what it feels, what it look feels like, and sounds like in person. I mean, an absolute. It like there was like men next to me, like grown men, and jumping. They would like completely jump. Like it was like. It was like all full senses. It was loud, so the sound. Even though we had hearing protection on, of course, I didn't have it in at one point, and I was like, okay, I'm, "I'm deaf now." So, sound one, and then two, you feel it in your body. You feel like this major shock. Uh, wait, okay, a sound, and then light is like a big flash, and then also um, for the when the fireball flames shooting out thing. It's super hot and it, like okay, I feel that like on my forehead, and I was so much farther away from it than you were. I mean, I was like, are my eyelashes still intact? Like, are they there? It was like very hot and warm, like a campfire, you know. You already open the oven really quick, like this blast of heat. That's what it feels like. Um, but we, I was on like the side of the stage, so I can't even imagine what it was like to be so close to that. I, I don't. I, yeah, and then continue playing a beat. Then tell me what you said before about how you felt. Um, The snare, uh, skin, wait, skin, or the 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 covers. What do you call it? The drum head, the head. How how what happened to that? Yeah, well, um, as you said, the temperature rises pretty quickly, and therefore the material of the drum head warms up also, and you uh, it, it expands, and therefore gets softer and uh, loses the tension. So the sound tuning of the drum drops, and also feels much softer than it used to be just a couple of strokes before and it goes very quickly that it drops and um, I heard of that and I of course have also played with flames before but not in that um, to that extent and it was it was pretty remarkable for me like I noticed a lot of, of, of that different feel There were some really cool uh, shots that were shared on online, on social media, on the Vacan page. I guess of a drone, or they actually have a big hot air balloon that goes up in the, in the sky and it has the cameras. I thought that was, it was very cool seeing it from above. And I, it's like, it's impossible to describe like how massive, like I said before, like, it's not like a broken record, but seriously how massive it is. But if you, if you look... Um, If you look at it from above, you could see all the cars and all the campground, and then you see like all these like little like like you know dots of like brown whatever color. And, like, oh, those are people! Like it's unbelievable, like how many people is there, and, and then just the overall organization of how they how they control all that and the scheduling and the timing and just without like just flawless from stage to stage. Like well, one's breaking down, the other ones starting or playing and then it, right and then that one stops then, then they start getting prepped for the next one that's going to come right after that and the fans can like go back and forth to that one so they have to kind of like pick out which one you're gonna 
like slide on over to but i actually thought it was like very cool when um right before the big what do they call the the, the like the curtain i guess curtain that's a technical term the, well the the kabuki is that what covers the stage covers the kabuki um drops i was like oh my god when's it gonna drop and so i was like waiting waiting and i had a video and i was like waiting waiting when's it gonna drop because you guys already started playing already and then boom it drops and of course it was like a massive explosion <laughs> i was like oh my god that was everything i anticipated and more no but i thought it was just kind of cool to wait for that thing to drop and um i just thought it'd be like how cool it'd be to see it from the outside i'm like boom when you see everybody there already like yes um so I had a moment when I was there also. I saw, you know, you walk through kind of a crowd and, and like, you know, you do face recognition and then you stop and you're like, I know that, I know the person. It, like, yeah, huh. Or sometimes you like walk by and you say, that person looks like somebody I know. Um, so I walk by and I was like, I look at this, this lady, this girl and I'm like, she looks like someone. Mm-hmm. No, actually not somebody. I knew exactly. I was like, oh, she looks like the girl from Orange is New Black. I'm like, wow. Okay. I mean, really looks like her. But then I'm like, huh, but okay, why would she be here, you know? Maybe she's just, it's just someone that really looks like her. Um, I don't know. Well, I don't know if it's her or not. She was, like, sitting there. I'm, I'm like, stare at her. But, like, just walking by, I definitely, like, stopped and, like, like kind of look registered and my eyes click on like, huh? And she could probably, my, my wheels were turning in my head. And she was looking at me like, huh? But, and then I Googled it afterwards because I hadn't any, like, internet there whatever. Um, and she is the lead. It is it is her, and she's the lead singer of uh, a metal band. She's lead singer of. I'll, to, I'll get the name. But she is a lead singer of a black metal band, and it's like so, so awesome. And let me get their name. Sorry. Okay. Oh, uh, Jessica Pintel. Pimentel, Jessica Pimentel. So she looked like exactly how she does on the show. Uh, she wasn't she wasn't dressed up for her for the concert, and that was awesome. I mean, it was awesome after the fact that I looked it up. I'm like, oh my god, it was her. Not like I would have done anything different. I wouldn't have gotten all crazy. I would definitely not have said anything because you know it's not cool. But I just would have been like, oh my god, it's her. I love that show. So that's that. That was my little fan. And Freddie thinks I'm funny for that. <laughs> so tell me so now it's over but you were saying how tell me how it's important like how the show is important like for the future because you're not done playing that's not like you're not like oh well that's that then you have a whole other tour all across the United States of America mm, aka America so how it's how is that like how is this important like if it was like a failure or success like how would that you know affect it well it is the show that the whole tour was built around um, it was I think the first show that kind of was the ignition for the whole tour the offer for playing Wacken and of course everything builds up to that and was f- like the further further or beforehand festivals were let's say not like a preparation but um, getting a routine before we play Wacken Wacken was also streamed live online and was recorded for I think two at least TV stations and will be broadcasted at least I think one or two times so 
for that reason, it is important to be um, good, or the show has a, some some importance for you reach more people than are actually standing in front of the stage. Oh, yeah, wow. You know, you don't know how many people are watching the streams, and later on, you can also get in online libraries. You you will find the um, the show to as a download or so from from those broadcast stations. Um, so it's definitely a lot more people watching the show, and especially when it gets recorded, it's different. You, you receive it differently when you're sitting at home on your couch and watching it in a kind of hi-fi surrounding, rather than standing in, in, on a on a muddy field and listening and watching it on on a big um, PA system. You you hear maybe you notice the mistakes or things that are not totally smooth you notice that more when you have like your hi-fi ears on so also therefore you have to of course do a good job and has a certain importance and then you of course send a message to the world because the whole world is watching therefore and that affects of course also the let's say ticket sales for the North American tour yeah, so it's always important to deliver good quality Because if you don't, then people might reconsider going to the other shows. So they're watching it, like, say, in the States. So it would have been, like, at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Well, 3 o'clock or earlier, comparing what time zone you're in. And they're watching it and going, yes, okay, I was on the fence about buying tickets to go to the show. But, oh, my God, look at this show. I'm going. I guess because before this, they really couldn't. So just someone couldn't really tell by... They just could see pictures on social media and maybe like not so good video from someone's like cell phone. But this is like the first time like super like professional recording and like like oh yeah, I wanna experience this live. Which is like incredible, you know, to inspire uh, you know, to have the to feelings. Like no you can't compare it. But I wanna watch the live stream, like tonight or tomorrow, whenever we can find it. But I wanna watch it and be like, Yep, I was there, that explosion. That fireball, you know, to singe my eyebrows. I saw that. And I want to watch it. Do you want to watch it too? Of course, I'm very anxious to see it. Um, so totally looks different from the side of the audience compared to my side. Yeah. I don't see that much of the light show. And um, also to add a little bit more to the topic that you just scratched um, was... Of course, you want you want people to talk about the the show and have, like make a statement by that. And uh, when people are um, positively surprised by the show and the appearance, then they will of course leave positive feedback, and that um, is also of course very helpful for any sort of future touring. And is it is it is a statement for the whole community? I guess that's awesome. Yeah, I would love to um, see it again. I don't know. But I always say that. Then I'll see it again. And I'm like, I want to see it again. I want to see it again. But I know a lot of people, they go to like multiple shows. You know, you have like fans in, that follow you everywhere, which is very cool if you're able to do that. But if you're not able to do that, it's also really cool that they live stream like that too. You know, and then people could just put it on and watch it over and over in the living room or whatever or on their phones or anything now. Um, so... 
Yeah, I'm happy. You got a Vakken shirt, so now you can wear it because you're allowed to wear it now because you were there and you like survived, like a survivor shirt. So you could wear your 2019 WOA black, of course. 30 years. That's true. 30 years. And it was cool in the catering area. They had the posters from all the years and who was headlining and everything. I was like, wow, just crazy to see. So I was looking at like what year this was, like where was I then? And like, look who was playing, you know? And yeah, that was a pretty neat thing. Did you like? Did you like looking back at that and all the different bands and everything? Think about where you were. It's yeah. It feels it feels you being aligned in some sort of history, and um, I don't know you, you you feel like you're 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 kind of weaving the legacy together with other bands, and you're you're a, an active part in it. And of course, it fills you with pride and. Um, it's it's definitely very special, and maybe it's not the moment um, only for that. But this is definitely a nice moment of musicianship in general to see, like your look back at your achievements, and those are the moments that you realize that it actually happens. Yeah, absolutely. It's like the wall of fame, like the wall, of, yeah, of history. And who knows what the future is going to be, right? It's like cool to think about, you know, <laughs> what bands are going to be in the, in the next couple of years or next year or whatever. And, and then where you'll be playing again. And yeah, well, headlining. So you had a pretty good weekend. You know, you headlined, headlined the biggest, the largest metal festival in the world. So, I mean, I could only imagine like that's your profession that must make you feel like really you have to you have to reflect on that and like think that must make you feel really good you know like it's your profession you are a metal drummer and you just like headlined the biggest metal fest in the world you know you have to be really proud of that and i think it's awesome you know something in any other profession they have to think like what is like the pinnacle what is the thing but you just headline vakin and you have to give yourself a lot of credit yeah as you know (laughs) (laughs) um I try to not overrate myself. Um, yes, of course, but I know what you mean, and it's definitely something that you always also look back to, um, especially when you uh, look at like those those recordings and 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 the videos of that time, and it's it's definitely like a milestone in the career, all those recordings, and you may, might be able to compare what how did you perform in comparison to earlier Wacken uh, festival times and it's, it's always always good to for as a little self-feedback and maybe a, a moment that you grant yourself a little bit of pride you're like a pat self on the back here pat yourself in the back I'll pat you on the back you can't do anything driving <laughs> does that feel good congratulations to your pat I'd pat myself on the back man I'm glad I'm not the drummer I'd be like Telling her, I wear a shirt. I'm the best drummer in the world, and I'd be like, I just played rock. Anyone I meet, I'd be like, in the store, they're like, Oh, would you like um, whatever? Jack fries with that? Yes, I would. And I just played Vakin headlining, so it's probably better that you're a drummer and I'm not the drummer, because I wouldn't be so modest as you. But um, yeah, awesome. And then so that was really cool. I'm really happy with this podcast, of course, and also because Freddie's leaving, and he's going to USA. So we're gonna end this for great time we had Vakin open air 2019 but we're not ending it we're saying here we go let's go to USA USA let's hear your chant 
USA, USA, USA. You gotta do that when you land. USA in the airport. USA, USA. I will do it the whole flight long. <laughs> it's a 12 hours flight, I think. <laughs> I'm gonna hit you red, white, and blue. USA, pump your hand like this. USA. Every time you say a, word, a, a letter, you gotta pump your hand. USA. Don't worry, we'll practice. All right, thanks. Well, that was pretty entertaining. Jersey Broad Abroad.